Welcome to another episode of Called Bank Sports. This week, or in this episode, we just want to go over, since we kind of, I feel like we've been sporadic with episodes on Saturdays, but we wanted to go over what's going on with the Jazz, because it's been a rough few weeks for them. Obviously, this last week, we lost two to the uh, Timberwolves, and then we lost bad to the Suns last night. So kind of want to go in see what's going on see what we should look forward to in the next nine games which is all we have left in the regular season and we also want to talk about what we think the jet like our chances are to keep the one seed because right now we're tied with the suns but they have the tiebreaker so we're at the two seed as of the recording of this video yeah so i really think overall that the jazz are probably going to drop um, if you do look at it, um, basketball reference does give the Jazz. They predict the Jazz finishing one game ahead of the Suns. And so does um, so does 538. So they apparently think that the Jazz are going to be able to just win one more game than um, the Suns down the stretch, which would be great. And I think a lot of that depends on what what Donovan Mitchell's injury update is today. If Donovan Mitchell is able to come back and be able to be with the Jazz um, this upcoming Friday when they play Denver and hopefully maybe get back a day sooner against San Antonio so that he's able to get back in a rhythm, I think the Jazz will have a much better chance of being able to pull this out. But like I said in the post game last night, we're not going to win that many games when we're missing two of all th- two of our th- two of the Jazz's when the jazz are missing two of their all-stars. So without Mike and without Donovan, you all of a sudden have a completely different starting backcourt than you've had this whole year. And I do think that it's going, the jazz are probably going to drop down to two if they don't have Donovan and Conley for the foreseeable future. Yeah. The past few weeks, ever since the Donovan Mitchell injury have been weird. Like we talked about in one episode, how it wouldn't be a bad idea to rest some starters and had that one game against the Lakers where they decided to rest all of their starters. And then, and so like the lineups have been weird, uh, which have led to more losses. Uh, there's been some bad basketball played, but I'm curious, like, I don't know how big of an effect this will have, but going through something like tough like this, testing out different lineups, I wonder if there's something from this that they'll be able to pull and apply to the playoffs. Because obviously, once we get to the playoffs, even if it costs us like a second, like even if we drop down to the third seed, they're going to make sure Donovan Mitchell's 100% by the playoffs. And so we'll have our normal lineup, but we may have a few extra weapons that are more used to the system because of this. Like Ilya Sova had some nice games, and so we might be able to sneak him in there for a few minutes in the playoffs and have him hit some shots. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm. There's some there's some positives, even though we had a lot of losses that we should have won. I I totally agree. I don't think that the Jazz are going to end up making it all the way down to the third seed. It would just require the Nuggets, uh, the Clippers playing flawlessly for the last nine games and the Jazz basically going like one and eight or two and eight. So thankfully, I think the Jazz will dodge that bullet. But. That would be the, ru- the worst since right now it looks like we might finally get the Lakers Clippers matchup. It just might be in the first round, which would honestly be, 
I think the best for every team on the Western Conference if the LA teams ended up matching up matching up in the first round so that they had to, you know, annihilate each other instead of the Suns or the Jazz or the Nuggets having to try to go get through both the um both of the LA teams to make it to the playoff to make it to the championship. I just want the Clippers to drop down to four and the Lakers to have a five seed. <laughs> and then the Jazz to be the second seed. Jazz to be the second seed. Oh, that would be so nice. And then, well, we'll have to play one LA team. I don't, for like, if that happened, um, and if all of a sudden the Suns beat the Lakers or the Clippers in the second round, I'm still terrified of playing the Suns. I'd, um, I'd rather play. I don't know who I'd rather play out of those three. Maybe the Clippers, but I feel like they're built better to play this jazz we've never really seen the jazz play a healthy lakers team so we have have no clue what to expect out of that matchup and the lakers are just so big and even though the jazz are by no means like a tiny team well they kind of are actually if you take gobert out of the picture they play pretty much small ball so that's why the lakers scare me and the clippers did a really good job of handling us um the second time we played them full strength in the last game and we did have two close losses to the Suns, the first ones, when we played them at full health. So overall, like maybe the Suns are the best matchup out of that, and maybe we'll get to play the Nuggets at full health and see how that goes. But while the Jazz have by no means this year been horrific against the top teams in the West, there's not a single top team in the West where I'm like, yes, give me them. I want to face those guys. Um, the highest seed I'm willing to face is the Mavericks, and they might just kind of get lucky and snag the four seed, not because um, of any talent on their part, but because the Lakers, and I guess that's kind of unfair for me to say, yes, they will get the four seed, the five seed if they do, because the Lakers have been injured, but the Mavs did have a bunch of COVID issues and they have had KP injured for most of the season. So they have been facing their own issues. Um, They definitely have been. I do still think the Lakers are a better team overall. Yeah. The Mavs have been like the most bipolar team. (laughs) <laughs> this season and so they're really lucky that right here towards the end it's a good stretch for them hey the Mavs being a bipolar team gives me what is it 2013 flashbacks as long as you're <laughs> bipolar and on the right side come playoffs every every team that I root for I feel like they're bipolar <laughs> I mean I am happy the Jazz have honestly done really well this year and to not take anything away from the Suns, if they get the one seed, it's because they've been the healthiest team this whole year. Um, that's why the Jazz had the one seed, is they were as healthy as the Suns. And now that you're missing a couple starters, that's really put them in the in the spot they are, they're in. But I think that if you go look at like Devin Booker and Chris Paul, I don't really think they've missed any games. Maybe they have, but if they have, it's like one or two. It's not that many. Yeah, and I don't know, like, it, the watching the Suns do this and watching what Chris Paul's done to them is insane. Obviously, this is, like, a little bit of a special season because it's shorter. Um, the the favorite in the West and with the Lakers have been injured the whole season. But the Suns, ever since, like, Amari Stoudemire left, have been, like, one of the worst teams in the league. And they've just been, for a while, they were sitting at the 9-10 seed, just right out of the playoffs. And then 
and they've just like been bouncing around that area forever. And now just the addition of Chris Paul brings them up to the first seed. And and like you said, that consistency that they've been having, they haven't had too many issues. I know they've had a few games postponed, but yeah. Um, so Booker has missed four games and Paul has missed one. So, I mean, it's been absolutely just a breeze for them. So and looking at it, like you said, they haven't been that good since Stoudemire left. And, and personally, any I mean, I didn't think they were going to be good th- that good this year. I didn't think Chris Paul was going to meld well. I was obviously quite wrong on that because he has meld melded perfectly. I am interested to see, and I feel like I totally feel like why this take would frustrate Suns fans because it's as a Jazz fan, it is just perpetually saying, "Well, we'll see." Well, we'll see, and that's what I'm saying about the Suns. I'm interested to see how healthy Chris Paul will be come playoff time. The fact that he's only missed one game, the fact that if they want to get the one seed he's not going to be able to miss any more games and he's going to be going into the playoffs after having the most condensed 72 game um, schedule. Well, I mean, it, it's the only 72 game schedule he's played, but after having just one of the most condensed schedules he's ever played and obviously being the oldest he's ever been going into the playoffs, I do think that he could end up kind of, you know, running out of gas come playoff time and that real and that could cost the Suns a chance at the title this year. Yeah, I I hope it doesn't like even though the Suns are a tough team and I don't think the Jazz will have to face them because there's going to be a lot of tough teams they have to go through to get to the West depending on how the playoffs set up, but I hope that doesn't happen like for Chris Paul and for Suns fans even though if if that doesn't happen it makes it tougher for the Jazz. Yeah. At at this like but what are your thoughts on the Suns? I, I know we're kind of spending a lot of time on them. If Chris, if that doesn't happen to Chris Paul, if he stays healthy, if if he's he's still good going to the playoffs, do you think they have a real shot at winning the West and even winning a championship this year? So they play the Lakers once at full strength, I think. Or no, actually, I think the one time, I think when they've played the Lakers, Anthony Davis has been hurt. Um, they played... March 2nd, so Anthony Davis was hurt. March 2nd, he was hurt on the 21st. So we haven't seen them play the Lakers. Um, They did win both of those games against the Lakers without Anthony Davis. So when I look at it from that perspective, um, we really don't know how they're going to perform. They did beat LA, which was the last game of a long road trip. I think it was the sixth game. Um, The Clippers earlier this week, so that definitely showed where they're able, where they're at against that Suns uh, against them. And we know that they're on par with the jazz, if not a tiny bit better um, when it comes to that matchup. So I think they're definitely capable of making it through the West. I don't think they're, they're capable of beating the nets. I don't think they have enough firepower or um, a good enough transition defense. I believe they have the 29th um, transition defense ranked transition defense in the NBA. So when you have Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, who you can just send and just run the fast break consistently and try to do that against the Suns, I really don't think that they're going to be able to match them. And I think that's what's kind of terrifying um, for the Jazz and the Suns and even the Nuggets is I just don't think that they have the athletic enough defenses to be able to take down the Nets. 
while the Clippers and Lakers, their defense isn't as good as the Jazz and the Suns overall, I believe, they're still really good. And they have a lot of players who I think are going to be able to turn it up a notch in the playoffs that just haven't taken the regular season super seriously. And that could really hurt them seating wise, but if they're, but it probably won't. And that's why a lot of people talk about the regular season kind of becoming less and less important. As long as you make the playoffs, then you pretty much have a chance at being the better team and um, advancing as far as you can. Um, Oh, this is this is like a little bit off topic, but I'm I don't think we've talked about this much. And so I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, like, obviously, the Nets are the favorite to come out of the East. Yeah, there's no injuries. It's going to be really tough for in for like it, it's tough to bet on any team against the Nets when oh, the Nets are fully healthy. Absolutely. Like, and looking at the the standings in the East. The teams that have a chance, so the top 10 teams right now are the Nets, the Sixers, and and this is an order of seeding, the Bucks, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Celtics, and then for the play-in tournament, you have the Heat, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Wizards. Um, out of those teams, who do you think has the best shot at ending the Nets before they even reach the finals? So this is going to... This is kind of going to be a bit of a crazy take. Um, I think it might be the Washington Wizards. Like, <laughs> the, the people no with the joke. least chance of even making it. Yeah, because let's be real here. Washington doesn't play defense. The Nets don't play defense. So it's not like either of that's going to be it. And it's just going to be a shootout. And Westbrook and Beal can do great in a shootout when they don't have to play defense in a game because it's pointless. They can just absolutely bring it. So I that could see the be, wind, the Wizards pushing it to six. That would be a historic first round <laughs> if the Wizards beat the Nets. And it's like Westbrook's revenge. Yeah. And, <laughs> and part he just of the tells re- everyone, yeah. I'm still like, I'm still real in this league. And I, I mean, bet just, even after that, I doubt people would believe him. But <laughs> Well, I think when you look at just the fact that he's really inefficient and super deep, analytics that that's why I don't have a lot of faith in what Westbrook can do. And Beal is super inefficient. in when you look at the deeper analytics there, but I think a large part of the reason why I say that is Harden's not going to be playing or might not be playing in that series. And if you're able to dodge the bullet and only have to play Kevin Durant and Kyrie, that would make it a lot easier for the wizards to pull that upset. Um, I don't, I don't think we've seen the nets play the 76ers in a, in a matchup that like actually matters. I think we've, I think they've played, but I think that there were just too many starters out on both sides for it to really be um, used as a template to see how those games are going to be. So that's overall. Actually, when did they play the nets? I'm not, Oh wait, I'm looking at the net schedule. Of course the nets don't play the nets on the net schedule. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't just don't really think we have that many data points. So will the Nets be what happened to the have the same thing that happened to the Clippers happen to them where last year the Clippers didn't have enough chemistry. So they got bounced by the Nuggets or are the Nets just so good that that's not going to be a problem. And I frankly could see it going either way. Yeah, I've looking at the teams like I feel it's tough because there's like good regular season teams in the East, but 
these regular season teams, I still feel like they're not great playoff teams. Like the yeah. Knicks and the Hawks, I wouldn't say either of them. I wouldn't put them up against like even the Celtics or Heat in a series. But and looking at it, like by the time the Sixers play the Nets, either Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons is going to be hurt. So I don't know if I can have faith in the Sixers <laughs> playing the yeah. Nets. So honestly, I feel like the Bucks might have the best shot just because they do still have Giannis and he's ridiculous. And the reason why the Bucks aren't number one seed is because they've been experimenting a lot because they know their system didn't work in the playoffs. And so yeah. they've been testing a lot of things out, uh, which when you're testing stuff out, you're obviously not playing your best. So I wonder if they'll be able to come into the playoffs and be able to make better adjustments for each team. And I kind of hope that the Nets and Bucks play each other because I would love to see that matchup. And honestly, obviously, I don't want the Nets making it to the finals just in case the Jazz get there because I feel yeah. like that's going to be the toughest matchup for the Jazz in the East. Bucks Jazz would be the finals I want to see. Um, two small markets. Yeah, two small markets. And I understand that that would be terrible for the NBA from a financial perspective. The fact that they lost so much money because of COVID, that would not be good for them. But if it was Jazz Bucks or hear hear me out, if it was if it was Bucks Suns, just having a pair of small markets to finally give since the last small market to win a title was what? The Spurs. And I understand that the Spurs are a small market, but because they've had a championship peg- pedigree um these last couple decades, I have a hard time like counting them as a small market to win because they've won multiple ones. And they still bring out a big crowd because people like watching the Spurs. Yeah. It's actually really crazy though. I don't have any stats right off the top of my head, but people like watching the Spurs, but to look at the um ratings difference differences when you have a big market versus the Spurs, it's abs- it's astronomical. It's That's it's crazy. crazy how different it is. It's crazy how many people who don't care about the NBA, I guess, will turn on just because oh, the Lakers are in and watch the game, which just doesn't make a lot of sense to me as someone who watches the NBA to watch the NBA. Mm-hmm. Not so. Yeah. But I guess I do. I do turn on the world series and stuff. And if it's, if Boston is there or New York is there, maybe I'm more inclined to turn on the world series than I am. If it's a couple of smaller teams like the diamondbacks, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. That may, that does make sense. Like with the history there, but like if the jazz don't make it to the finals, which Honestly, I'm not going to be disappointed if they don't because we all know how tough it is. I, I would love to see them in the conference finals. But if they yeah. don't make it to the finals, I want to see the Suns or the Nuggets there. Yeah, I think that would be so cool to see like a small market team make it out of the West, especially if it's like a situation where the Nets fall and you see the, the Bucks make it in or something like that. Yeah, um, I think disappointment would for me this year would be this uh, would be the jazz make not making it past or not making it to a game seven in the second round. So if they're going to lose in the second round, it needs to be a game seven for me. Um, even if it's the Lakers, even if it's the Clippers it need, they need to make it to a game seven. I definitely think they're capable of making it to the Western conference finals, but you know, when the second round in the, in the Western conference is going to be something where you said, any of these games could be conference finals and we would not be disappointed. 
If this series was a conference finals, we would be ecstatic. If this series was a conference finals, Mm -hmm. we would also be ecstatic. And so that's what's really hard is the Jazz are doing great this year. This is the best season they've had, I'm going to say, in 22 years. Um, 08 was awesome, but it took some it took so, some flukes for them to make it to the Western Conference Finals. If they make it th- this year, it's not going to be a fluke. Even if like the seven seed somehow goes and upsets the two seed, it's going to be because Portland, you know, or Memphis or whoever it is, has a good team together that's on a roll and is very capable of playing, you know, championship pedigree basketball. Um, maybe not Memphis, but Portland has the pieces where if they make it to the Western Conference Finals again, no one's going to be surprised that they did it with those pieces. They're going to be surprised that they got their act together. We we need a Portland <laughs> Mavericks Western Conference Finals. Uh, you may Just want ev- that. <laughs> everyone's disappointed. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. No, what's going to happen is, you know, the 10th seed makes it in. They make it to the Western Conference Finals because of the play-in tournament. And then they win it all. We're going to have Wizards. Um, we're going to have Wizards, Golden State. <laughs> and it's just Golden State oh wins God. one this year. <laughs> you know, then Steph would be the MVP. I, I don't think he deserves it because they're like barely going to make it if they do. But if they did, they need to go right. Ret- if they made it to the finals, they would have to retroactively go back, take the MVP away from Jokic or whoever got it and give it to Steph Curry. Steph Curry at that point <laughs> might be in the goat conversation. He would have to be no questions asked. I think the only way that that happens, you know, is if like LA gets nuked and if LA gets nuked, I don't think we're even have, you know, since if there was a nuclear bomb dropped on LA, the fallout would like destroy Utah and would destroy Phoenix so, and possibly even Denver's, I mean, yeah, it's well, not going to happen, but that would be crazy. And and the whole Golden State team just happens to be on the East Coast when that happens. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that would have to be what happened there. So, <laughs> hey, well, it looks like we ended up going more into who the Jazz will face in this kind of recap than actually the Jazz. But let us know, um, who do you want to see in the first round of the playoffs down below? Who are you most concerned for? And do you think the Jazz can keep the one seed? Or are they going to end up dropping to the two, three, or heaven forbid the four? Um, Give us your thoughts in the comments. And thank you so much for watching. Leave a like and subscribe.